Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov, where we inspire, educate, and empower women of color to unapologetically transform into their most authentic and healthy selves by tapping into the goddess within. the sanctuary you're listening to dc radio 96.3 hd4 and dcradio.gov where we inspire educate and empower women of color to unapologetically transform into their most authentic and healthy selves by tapping into the goddess within i'm wendy cherry your host and i'm so happy to have you here in the sanctuary today so I have a cool guest today, and I've been trying to get her since June. So we finally made it, right? <laughs> we finally did it, yep. Okay, we have Lucretia here, and she is a wise woman. Doesn't she just look wise? Let's check her out. Okay. <laughs> wise woman, herbalist, artisan, mother, companion, community garden board member, and owner of the House of Lucaya. And that is an online source for herbal remedies and handicrafts. Her specialties include incense twists, Moontime undies. Moontime undies. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to have to talk mm-hmm. about some moontime undies, <laughs> butter, and and all-purpose salves, mm-hmm. candles, and custom herbal blends. Mm-hmm. So in 2015, Lucretia established the D.C. chapter of Herbalists Without Borders and recently published the House of Lucaya Guide to Nourishing Herbal Infusions. So... Let's talk about that. Okay. That sounds super awesome. Yeah. So welcome to the sanctuary. Thank you so much for having me. So it's cough and cold and flu season. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been getting into, as I'm on my health journey, mm-hmm. I've been getting into more natural remedies mm-hmm. in addition to food. So besides food, um, some things that we probably would take for granted in the modern times. Mm-hmm. So now these are remedies, these herbs and and infusions that our great-great-grandmothers did mm-hmm. and our ancestors did, right? Mm-hmm. So we got so fancy that we go to the CVS and Walgreens for right. everything. Right. And we um, listen to our doctors, which, you know, there's times when you're supposed to, but when they say you're going to have a cold or that you have a cold and you need an um, antibiotic, Right. That's what we've um, accepted as normal right. and natural. Right. And we're just here to um, give you another option mm-hmm. to remember what we used to do and to go back and try some natural things. So that's really the intent of what the show is for today. Yes. So that's a lot. Herbalist, <laughs> community. Community mm-hmm. mama, community mm-hmm. garden, you know, you, uh, you know, partner, mm-hmm. you have a lot going on. It's so tell lot. us how you got started with being interested in herbs. Okay. Um, a long and winding road for sure. Okay. So I grew up in the suburbs. Okay. You know, so I wasn't in the country. I wasn't in the city. Yep. But I grew up in a suburb that was built by, I think, a Japanese company. And so the way they did it was they cut out spaces for the houses in the trees. Okay. They didn't clear cut and then put houses, you know, lining up with everybody having the same lawn. So a lot of trees around, a lot of running around in the woods. What is that, Um, in D.C. area? No, no, this was in Virginia. Okay. About 20 minutes south of Richmond. Okay. Yeah, Chesterfield. So, okay. Yeah. I went oh, to yeah. Virginia State. So okay. That's I'm my dad's alma that mater. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He ties into this story later too. Okay. So, so that's how I grew up, just being outside, just that kind of childhood where you go outside, don't come in until it gets dark. Yes. Flashlight tag, all of that. Parents don't know where you are, but they know you're all right. That yes. kind of thing. Yes. So, um, then years later, um, I got into art um, and went to New York and was doing sculpture there, doing making clothes there, just living that, you know, artist life. Yeah. And very much enjoying it. And my dad was sick for a while. 
and September 11th happened. Yes. I had just gotten a job downtown, right, where that happened. Mm -hmm. Three days prior to that, the only reason I wasn't down there was because three days prior to that, my dad passed away. Oh. So I had gone to Richmond to be with family yes. and to deal with all of that. Right. I saw it on TV. Right. Like most other people saw it. Um, so that was game changer. Right. Whole, you know, that was early 20s. Imagine. Early right. soap for multiple reasons, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that could be a whole talk in itself. But so that led me to wanting to know something about the September 11th stuff didn't feel right life just seemed okay wait you need to know more about what's going on like right. it's fine that you're over here enjoying life and um being an artist and all of that right. but what about the very simple things of the day-to-day -day? what are you eating um I had been vegetarian for 14 years okay um you know well ovo lacto pesco vegetarian so Lord. there was fish and right <laughs> so there was fish and dairy involved however it'd been anemic the whole time right you know so that also started to shift because i started to get more information about complete nutrition and i didn't want to be taking supplements and so i wanted to find a way to do it through my diet right um found an herbalist um susan weed mm -hmm. yes online mm -hmm. connected with her went and did an apprenticeship oh wow um, for the years that i lived in new york after all of that happened i was going back and forth um there and i continue to mentor with her even oh, wow. to this day it's like been okay. over 15 years you know she's a very committed teacher so um so that's how i got started in this tradition that I like to call the wise woman tradition. You okay. know, that's what she, the perspective she shared and made so much sense because it's literally that. What have women been doing since the beginning? Right. Women all over the world. All Whatever over the your world. history is, that's right. women all over the world have been feeding their families, going out and gathering herbs. Like this is nothing new. Um, and so knowing that I could be my own expert of myself not an expert of everything, right? but an expert of myself, which is different than what we were kind of taught as kids, where Absolutely. you go to the doctor, how are you doing? Let me measure this, let me see this, let me w measure this weight, let me do, and then you fix something. Right. And that's the scientific tradition, which right. is fine. Right. I mean, we need that, it, we need studies. It has studies. a place, Definitely. everything has a place. And that's, right. that's what was so beautiful to me about this kind of herbal medicine, that it includes everything. Mm -hmm. It includes surgery if you need it. Yeah. It includes drugs if you need it. Yeah. If you got parasites, it's better to take a drug than to try to do it with herbs. Right. Because herbs have multiple actions. Okay. They don't have one action. Okay. And so they can, they're going to go in and do a whole bunch of things, whereas a drug in that case is going to focus Laser on... Laser focus. Right. Okay. And sometimes that's what you want. Right. So that's okay. how I got into all of this, and it's been, yeah, like okay. I said, winding road. It mm. sounds like it. So yeah. tell me a little bit about, like, the first time that you used an herb mm. and you saw the benefit. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Back then, I had really bad allergies. Mm -hmm. I had been one of those kids, Benadryl kids, mm -hmm. allergy yeah. shot kid, yeah. you know, tissue, just a mess, a hot mess. Right. And um, that wasn't doing anything. Getting a shot in each arm every week wasn't doing anything other than I had a nice rapport with the nurse. She was funny, uh -huh. but but it wasn't changing anything. Right. Um, so once I started, I started taking those workshops in upstate New York, um, I learned about nourishing herbal infusions. Okay. And so nettle was the first one that I kind of committed to drinking for a long time. It seemed to call like that particular herb. And okay. we're drinking some today. Yes, we are. <laughs> I had to bring that Cheers. one. So um, now tell me when you finish the rest of the story, yeah. tell us what nettles are. Okay. And where to okay. get them and all okay. that. Okay. Okay. I have some growing in a tire behind our apartment building right now. Oh. I like to work with herbs that... <laughs> are so common and so available yeah. and to everyone, okay. you know, that you can grow them yourself. I mean, you can order them online, okay. you know. But stinging nettle, and stinging nettle is um, an herb that grows, you know, profusely. But so that, I drank that for about mm, three months. And then once it became my typical allergy season, yeah. noticed I wasn't having those symptoms anymore. Wow, okay. Um, helps harmonize those adrenals. 
and plus giving nourishment that my body really needed. Right. Um, so it can do what it's meant to do because the histamine response is a normal thing. It's letting you know you're alive. Right. You know, however, right. if it's making it so being alive feels hard. Right. That's something else to, to work on, you know, to right. deal with. So it helps do that. So the nettles, mm. they um, are plentiful. Yes. Is it plentiful on the East Coast or just uh, all as far over? as I know, all over. Um, strangely enough, uh, a lot of the larger herb companies, um, when you buy them online, because um, you want to use dried, dried herbs, nettles. Yeah. Okay. So to collect enough for yourself for a year would be quite a bit. I mean, you could grow it in that amount, but the companies order from overseas a lot. Okay. Strangely. Okay. So, um, but I'm all. That's part of the community garden work too, is to have these things growing around here so people can go and harvest them for themselves and actually be around the plant and have that relationship okay so it tastes good yes yeah it tastes good i think so, it just tastes like what green is yeah it tastes like what green is and so we're used to sugar we're used to oil yeah. we're used to salt yeah they call it sos yeah. salt oil sugar oh, so okay. when we're used okay. to um, having that as a part of our normal diet, mm. then sometimes if you drink a little green that tastes like green, it's then strange, it's a little strange. At first, yeah. Yeah. So, tell me about the community garden. So you mm. you started, mm -hmm. and then you started to gain momentum. Tell mm -hmm. me about the the time in between the momentum and then creating a garden, and who is a part of it, and who can be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, when I moved here, because before I moved here, I was in Richmond. I had a house, a yard, so I had my plants right. all going there, right? Right. And also wildcrafting, going out and finding them, growing like out in the parking lot here. Or next to the parking lot here, there's dandelion it, plentiful over there. You okay. Know, it's $4 a bunch of Whole Foods, though. Yeah. But so, yep. <laughs> but so uh, I um, moved here. I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And once I had my our son... Um, really needed to find that community, you know, of people who were plant lovers. I needed to get my hands in the dirt. I wanted him to, to have that, yes. you know. So we were driving by uh, Washington Hospital one day, and I saw Wangari Gardens. Okay. And that was the first community garden I became part of, and I'm still part of. Today I'm actually on their board. Okay. Um, and then in the course of being part of that garden, that's when Herbalist Without Borders came to interview someone who was an herbalist, so okay. they picked me, and okay. I got involved with their group. And they're um, an international organization Okay, um, that you can start your own uh, herbal group wherever you are. And so anyone can do that. Um, they have a lot of resources, uh, materials on how to do free clinics and things like that. Okay, um, Our focus is to have medicinal gardens going at as many places around the city as possible so that people can actually come and be around those plants so anyone is able to do that. So I think that we are trained to not pick up dandelions. Right. Like, it's like, ooh, what's on it? It's dirty. Right. Like, Who sprayed something on right, it? What's right. all that on there? Right. So I remember to my mom's chagrin, probably there were lots of dandelions right, right around mm -hmm. on her property. And her property is like an acre and a half, mm. right? That's what I grew up on, That's an dreamy. acre and a half of property, right? Mm. And so in the suburbs, hmm. on the cul-de-sac, ah, you know, like the, the idyllic <laughs> life, you know, playing with all the kids. And mm -hmm. we had all the, um, the the grass that we had to cut mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the dandelions and, and all those types of things. I would, what can you tell the listeners so that they would be comfortable? Like, what do you mm -hmm. look for? How do you know it's not ah, sprayed? Okay. Like, you, yeah. you really can't, in this juncture, go out and just grab things. Or can you? Because well, it just depends on... It depends on some things, definitely. So if you see dandelions growing somewhere, it hasn't really been sprayed. Okay. Because the, okay. I mean, because they're spraying, if they're they spraying spray an herbicide, the they would have killed it because they work. Right. <laughs> so if there's dandelion growing, so a lot of times um, schools... Mm -hmm. You know, because they're not spraying um, like that around mm -hmm. kids mm -hmm, most mm -hmm. of the time, as most far as I time. know. But like I said, if these things, these are technically weeds, right? Right. So if they're growing, then they haven't been sprayed for. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I thought about this um, uh, going down, was it George Washington Parkway? Mm -hmm. 
how lush and it's green beautiful. it is there. It is. Right? How many cars go through there with their exhaust? Right. So what I realize is, you know, plants and and us, we're very connected. Like, we breathe out, and they're breathing in what we breathe out. Right. And we're breathing in what they breathe out. Right. So they're thriving. And that's the other thing. If you see a plant that's healthy, um, it's in your same environment. Right. So it's going to help transmit that to you, right. that ability to adapt. Like these are natural adaptogens that don't have to come from far away. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Mm. And it's important. It's important in food. Mm. It is important in herbs now that I'm mm. learning this because it's sort of like you, your environment is where you should be getting, where it's more beneficial for you to get the things that you need. Mm. So an example, they say for nutrition is to get food from farmers who are 50 miles Mm. of a radius from where you are Mm -hmm. because you're used to the water, you're used to the environment, the Mm. air, and those um, vegetables and fruit or whatever, that Mm. produce Mm. would probably serve your body better. So it's the same because I asked Lucretia for some herbs for myself for different things, Mm. right? And and I was probably talking about some Chinese herbs (laughs) because that's what I know. Well, right. Well, that it's also a thing that's promoted because you have to, and I'm all for people buying things because I have a website. So obviously I understand where we live and we need money and things. But when you have to always buy, right? You know, first, as opposed to what is around and available to me first. Right. I think you know, just that. So little that's shift. local, right? Yeah. So then you're supporting local vendors, mm-hmm. and then you're supporting your you're being nourished locally yeah. with the things that are around. Right. So those things are important to think about, um, and even with the seasons changing, and we're we're in fall, we're in good fall, but we have about a month and something until the winter equinox or the winter solstice and then the food will change then so Mm. then eating the foods Mm. that are kind of like of that season Mm. are important to nourish you because if you were looking if you look on the bag (laughs) that you bought or the box (laughs) that you bought it'll say it's from right so yeah all the resources that had to be in play to bring that to you so you can eat this thing that's not in season and not available anywhere you live. Right. Because we do trade, human beings have traded. Human beings have Mm -hmm. moved around and gotten things from each other. Mm -hmm. But the process was a little different than what we're doing right right now. It's easy. You can get get a, a, a piece of fruit that's not even... You know, that would never here. even would never even grow here. Right. That's the other thing. Well, yeah, that's the other <laughs> it thing. It wouldn't even grow here. So, <laughs> in the in the effort to talk about the herbs, we also mm. want to give tips and mm. little things to think about. So, those mm. are little things to think about, and mm. even with your food, like eating what's local, was um, and you can Google it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. like so simple. Yeah. Google before yeah. you go to the grocery store what is in season in November, yeah. or join a CSA. Now, what is you a know, CSA? Community Supported Agriculture. Okay. You know, join a CSA because that's a local farmer who's, you know, providing you with a box of food that you pay for yearly or monthly or however they have it set up. Mm-hmm. And you get what they're growing right then. Yeah. You get what's available. So okay. you don't even have to think that hard about it. <laughs> so Google that mm-hmm. in your area, wherever yeah. you're listening. Yeah. If you're in California or wherever, mm-hmm. they have to have those farmers markets. Sure. Farmers meet markets. your farmer. Go right. to the farmers market and meet them and ask to come visit. So plants mm-hmm. and you said starting your own garden and you got something growing in the back in the tire. Now that seems that so experiment. easy. That seems so easy because you're used to doing it. Right. But what about us lay people right. who go to like? The home goods, and you see the basil in a box. Yeah, like they have all that stuff now. They have the um, the herbs in a box, Mm -hmm. and then they have the little egg carton planters, and Mm -hmm. you're supposed to go home and, you know, put water on it or do Mm -hmm. whatever. Now Mm -hmm. I got a sunflower from Target. Okay, and (laughs) it's just a little pellet, Mm -hmm. and then I'm supposed to like put water on it, and I I didn't do it yet, because I feel like I was afraid to do it, because Mm. I was going to mess it up, Mm. or I wasn't sure what it was going to look like, Mm. and it didn't seem as easy as just adding some water. Mm. So what are some tips you can give us Mm. who are really interested in maybe starting a little herb garden Mm -hmm. in our our window, Mm -hmm. or wherever you suggest, Um, now that it's winter? Coming well, winter. right. Winter can be tricky for that. Okay. You really, winter, you need direct 
sunlight. Direct sunlight, okay. In your window if you're going to um, do those kind of plants. Okay. You know, for now. Okay. Um, or as much light as possible. Okay. But don't be afraid to experiment. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, there is no wrong that's what's so that's great true. about plants. Like there's, there's, I mean, yes, there are, you know, plants out there that are poisonous, sure. But again, because we breathe together, it's different than mushrooms. So like a plant that might have a poisonous effect on us um, is going to let us know that pretty quickly. Okay. The way it looks, if you just taste a little bit, you'll know right away. Okay. It's different than mushrooms, you okay. know, because they have a different breathing system. Um, but so get something like a pothos. It's not a medicinal plant, okay. but it's a wonderful green. It's more of a um, tropical plant sometimes do really well indoors because okay. they're used to being covered with all the other, the jungle plants, okay. you know? Yep. So they're used to getting filtered light. Um, so those usually do really well, but just get comfortable, find something that, you know, just go to the plant store, um, see what calls your attention okay. and really talk to the people there about it because okay. they love to talk about it. And you know, I yeah. feel like I hear more people say that I'm not a green thumb than who are a green thumb or it, who claim just, to be a green thumb. It just, you just got to be let go of the idea that there's going to be some perfection. Right. Which could help in many other areas of life. Right. <laughs> so I was that same way hmm. and my friend gave me an orchid Oh, right. Okay. See, that would intimidate me because they've got that thing, that post that's in there, and they're yeah. like kind of. It, it does all types of things. So I've had the orchid for two years. Her name is Vita, mm-hmm. and her name is Vita because mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was doing with this little plant, mm-hmm. and I was just like, let me just water her. Yeah. That's about what I'm gonna yeah. do with her, right? And so, um, I had her for a while, and she was growing. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was not dying. Mm-hmm. So not dying is growing, right? <laughs> right. So She's then I go it. to Asia for two weeks, mm-hmm. and I put her on the balcony. Okay. And I came back, and she was gr- yellow and wow. dry and, like, just about like this, right? Yeah. Almost done. Yeah. So I brought her back in the house, and then I started taking care of her. Mm-hmm. And then she started to grow. Mm-hmm. And I was hyped. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... So then I started to see this little baby bud grow. And as hyped as I got, you would have thought that, like... No, I know the feeling, trust (laughs) me. I'm out there taking pictures. I'm so glad there's Instagram now. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. And so now she's so vital. So that's why I named her Vita, which is life in Spanish, Mm -hmm. right? Because she's growing and then she has new little baby buds and then on an Mm. orchid there's like this little thing that looks like a snake she got two now and they came out of nowhere so then that gave me some courage to Mm. get some more plants so then i got a few more i got like a spider plant and i had Mm. a money plant that i named Mm. monet because i'm like i'm trying to get this money yes yes so i put them in different places in my home Mm. And it brings me so much joy Mm. and just two years ago i said i am not a plant person. I am not a green thumb. Mm-hmm. So tell us about the benefits, and I know we were going to talk about this, of just falling in love with plants and how they, like the medicinal properties that they bring and how they mm-hmm. clean the air in the home. Tell mm-hmm. us about that. Um, again, it's with that breathing connection, you know, just the idea that it's showing the diversity of life yes. in the different species of plants and how they grow together and watching how they grow together helps kind of parallel human relationships. And okay. so again, like coming to the plants with not the idea of what do you do for me? Mm-hmm. You okay. know, like you're a living being. It's an exchange. I'm a li- it's an exchange. It's a ah. relationship. Just like with people, like you don't want me to come to you and be like, well, Wendy, what can you do for me? Right. You know, it's like, let's get to know each other. Right. Let's be around each other. Let's talk. You know, it's the same exact thing. They don't speak in our language, but right. they have, you get vi- visuals. Right. You know, you have an understanding. And so right. just that relationship can be good. And then once you get to even the physical properties, that's a whole that's another a whole other thing. Yeah, so speaking story. to the plants, and I know mm. this probably sounds woo-woo, but <laughs> it's, it's not. really not. And you know, it's so funny because... George Washington Carver was George Washington Carver. plants. <laughs> so every morning when I walk into my living room, I'd be like, hey, y'all. Exactly. And I call them by name because mm. I got Vita, I got yeah. Africa, yeah. and I got... Then I had this, um, I had this aloe plant, mm. and it had seven 
little sprigs. I don't mm-hmm. know what they're called, but okay. it had seven little shoots because I was just like, instead of keep buying this aloe gel, I'm going to have my own. Just have it when you need it. So yeah. now there's like 12 little mm-hmm. sprigs and it's so big. So mm-hmm. at first I named him thin because seven is like the ending of something ah, okay. and now we like on 12 name. so then i had to change it because that little plant was evolving mm. so i walk in i'm like hey y'all hey mm. vita mm. hey spike because spike is all over the place okay. and they do respond mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it's not crazy and you probably heard um some of your elders, when you were younger, if they had a lot of plants, you probably did hear them saying something to the plants as they were watering them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I grew up watching my mom talking to her plants and okay. being very connected with them. And if a little piece fell off immediately in some water and roots and then planted again, just yeah. that's what I grew up seeing. You know, my grandmother out there every year, you know, because I don't understand people who really love annuals. Maybe one day I will learn okay. like perennials that come back and over yeah. there. But she'd be out there planting new ones every year. And just, So what is an annual die? Well, that's also depends because they okay. can sometimes create seeds, drop their seeds and then come back on their own. But typically it's like you have to plant it new every year hmm okay yeah that's supposedly that's not like a lot of work (laughs) okay so get you some plants Mm. you know Mm. i don't know where the best place to get plants are you know there are places in town and i will say depending on budget um i like to buy from uh larger nurseries that Mm -hmm. are local um there's one in virginia that's not too far from here okay so you can actually go there um and it's called growers exchange okay but that's one but Mm -hmm. i'm sure there are many others but that's been the one because it's nearest to where i'm from so i was accustomed to that but they ship as well okay Mm -hmm. and for plants you can't find there's some on the west coast um strictly medicinals I think they're called. Okay. But they ship plants that's something you might not find over here. But again, you got to make sure, is it a plant that's going to be happy here? Right. Am I willing to experiment and find out? Right. You know. And feel so, comfortable. And yeah. then another thing to consider is that because we are surrounded by Wi-Fi all the time, the electromagnetic mm. frequencies that we don't see... Mm. Um, it's sort of like having your microwave on and just spraying mm. around mm. in your house. So when you your your cell phone has the has an EMF uh, signal, any place that has a Wi-Fi has it, and it affects your body. But some plants mm. cleanse the air. Mm. Some plants, you know, help to mitigate some of the damage that you get when you. Um, are exposed to mm. that electromagnetic frequency and they call it pollution. It's mm. EMF pollution. Mm. So that's the other reason why I have a mm. lot of plants around. Mm. And I'm I'm trying to have a jungle in my and living room. You can room. feel the difference yeah. when you walk into a room full yep. of plants um, and one that is not. I mean, there's definitely a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually put some in my daughter's room. Mm. She, she doesn't do that well with taking care of... <laughs> Patricia and watering Patricia. So I have Patricia now. Grandmama has Patricia now. But I'm trying to find another plant for her Mm. to help to mitigate some of that EMF because she has Mm. the smartphone Mm -hmm. and the smart TV and Mm -hmm. she has all those things in her Mm -hmm. room. Typical teenager. But there are things that you can do to help mitigate some of that Mm. damage. So plants is Mm. one of them. Mm -hmm. So you can Google the plants to help cleanse the air and it'll come up. So those are the things that I'm trying to have around my home mm-hmm. and I do have around my home just to be healthy mm-hmm. and to be vital and mm-hmm. to and then I just love getting up and seeing them and yeah. I love that I have to keep putting them in bigger pots. Yeah. You know, I love that. Yeah. That's like fun to me. That green. Yeah. All those different shades of green. Yep. It's amazing. Yep, yeah. Yep. So you are an artisan. Mm-hmm. And you also have, what are they, Moonlight? Moontime Undies. Moontime Undies. <laughs> so let's talk about those Moontime Undies. So those are padded underwear for women. Okay. Or I'd like to say anybody's that bleed. Anybody's that bleed. Okay. Anybody's that have babies. Anybody's that might need a little help with incontinence um, because they're just a padded regular underwear yeah. with padding sewn in. Okay. Um, I've been using cloth pads myself um, since my 20s. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I just noticed that 
the little bit of cramps that I would have because I never had really difficult ones. Mm-hmm. But um, lucky you. Well, yeah. Well, that's something. That's a whole other <laughs> bigger conversation too. But, but but that also kind of helped reduce that. You know, yeah. um, I like it to flow. Mm-hmm. It allows flow. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to definitely change your view of how you manage that time right you know right because you have to be more you know prepared in a different way i'll say right. more prepared just prepared in a different way mm-hmm. you know depending on lifestyle so. yes yes yeah. so you sell those yes i have an etsy shop for those and my regular website okay has those too yeah. so cloth pads mm-hmm. for women mm-hmm. for, for those bodies that bleed yes. okay i like that <laughs> so i've tried them okay and i've tried different Versions of You've tried them. the snapping ones. Yes. Okay. I've tried the snapping okay. ones, but I'm about to try me some moonlight. Yeah, yeah. Ones. Well, because I had, I was using those, and those are cool too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like them too, but mm-hmm. um, I, they move around. Uh, this yeah. way, it's just put it, putting on your underwear, right. And go, right. You know, right. So, so there are people <clears throat> like uh, Lucretia was talking about that when you, the pads that are the traditional pads hmm. that you get from CVS, Target, Wal- Walgreens, and all hmm. those places. They are infused with all types of stuff that we don't know. Right, different materials. But different you don't materials want close to your body. Right. for periods of time. Right, <laughs> and one of the things is bleach. That's why they mm, are so, why so white. white. Right. That's why they're so white. Right. So you know, I was just um, exploring and investigating different mm. ways to not have mm. that so mm. close to me and then I have a baby mm. you know the Sid Sid so she's mm. you know cycling too mm. and so um, we tried those pads mm-hmm. and it definitely requires a um, different kind of a way to manage yourself yes. because you have to wash them out yes you know you have to put them in the washing machine bring however with you and then you have if to you be able out, to, right, yeah. you have to also have a bag to put them in yes. if you're going to change. Yes. So there's a there's lots of other things to go with it. But, you know, I can't imagine that um, disposable pads came in the 40s and 50s. Hmm. So I yeah. feel like maybe that's around the time they came. Probably. So what yeah, were our like, grandmothers doing before that right. anyway? Right. So it's then, again, getting back in touch with yourself mm-hmm. in another way. Now, it, depending on how you're moon cycle flows mm, right. it might be um a little overwhelming right. to deal with it right. but if you have a a decent flow um that maybe is not so heavy it might be mm. something to consider mm-hmm. so they have them all over but they mm-hmm. have them on com mm-hmm. for you to check it out and yeah. just see and yeah. just try something new because mm-hmm. you probably would um benefit from not having the bleaches and those things so close to your body um, and then the other thing is there are some pads that are made mm. that are infused with herbs. Yeah, you know, I don't, haven't seen those, but someone recently mentioned to me that there were these, I think they're disposable pads, but mm-hmm. that they're infused with essential oils, which I'm not thinking is a good idea in that area. But mm-hmm. I want to see what you mean about the herbs, the right. ones infused with herbs. So I'm we have bought that. those. Okay. We bought the ones from with, that have okay. the herbs infused. Okay. And um, one of the herbs is lavender. Mm. And so my daughter is allergic to lavender. But it's lavender essential oil or lavender the mm. actual herb? I think it's herb. Because it oh. says herb infused. It doesn't say oh. essential oil okay. infused. So it's just mm. the pad. Look- you, you don't even see anything different. It doesn't okay. look like any other pad okay. that you've seen in any store. But on the package, it says okay. that it's infused with these other things. Uh-huh. So like pain relief. And, oh, interesting. Yeah, some other okay. things. So mm. we tried them. And because she's allergic to lavender... We couldn't, right, she right. couldn't move forward with right. them. So just ways that herbs are used and mm. just other ways for you to consider mm. that going back to more mm. a natural mm-hmm. home remedy, mm-hmm. is they, the opportunities are out there because yes. people are moving toward it. Yes, I mean, people are really starting to want to get this information to do something different because mm. what they've been doing really hasn't been working mm. or... Um, they're just open mm-hmm. to trying new things. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Yeah. So as an artisan, what does that mean? Um, an artisan, um, I like that word more than artist. Okay. It makes more sense because it, it reminds me of literal like, um, you know, an artisan makes a table. 
an artisan makes a chair, a bowl, things that you use in your daily life. And I believe that's what artists come from too. They were part of the community right. and utilizing their skills and their different way of connecting with creation to serve the whole community. And so, for instance, you know, the incense twist, you know, is something I make with my hands, you know, mm. as an artisan. Um, all of the herbal products I make with my hands. It's very handcrafted oriented. Okay. Um, you know, clothing, the Moontime Mondays. That's mostly what I sew these days. But okay. in the past, I have been sewing clothes and different things. Yeah. So is this your, this is what you do full time? Yes, you besides full time mom. Well, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a whole. That's the new full time. But right. this is what, yes, I was doing full time. And I would have, I worked at a health food store for a few years and was doing kind of on the spot consultations mm-hmm. um, in addition to you know the regular duties of working there but that was an interesting process as an herbalist definitely having people come in so quickly needing this or that mm-hmm. and steering them towards mm-hmm. well, here's the dried herbs over here right. as opposed to the herbs and pills mm-hmm. um, because you're going to find a different benefit from that so. so tell us the different benefits so mm-hmm. you can find them dried yes and then you can find them um, in pills and then tinctures yes so what are and then there's must be more tell me what Um, what they are so depending on how you're going to use it like for instance um this motherwort here um it's probably hard to see but i'm holding a jar of motherwort tincture and i used fresh motherwort for that you want to use when you're making tincture um fresh plant material for the most part Mm -hmm. when you're using roots berries seeds you could use dried in that okay. situation so i have two examples like this is an echinacea tincture i just made last night and that's with dried okay yeah and what would you do with this now that's going to be something if i feel something coming on um sinus infections we've used it for um to uh counter those um you're taking a dropper full um like two to three dropper fulls every hour every two oh, wow. hours oh yeah okay. it's a lot more than like take it for 12 hours and then don't take it again right you want to see a change before and it depends on body weight how many dropper folds you want to take um and i get into the nuances of all these things in my workshops and things like that classes and things but um so the motherwort also helps reduce cramps um menstrual cramps um it's a heart strengthener Hmm. so those are the ways you can use those i have the elderberry tincture here um that's an antiviral to help counter colds and flu, preventative, and also if something's already going on. So let's talk about cold and flu. Yeah. Because that's the time. This is yeah. the time. Yeah. And one of my besties has done everything that she knows to do naturally mm-hmm. to get rid of something that she had. Mm-hmm. And then she just wound up having to go to the doctor mm-hmm. yesterday because mm-hmm. it didn't work. Right. So what could we be doing before we get to that point, what yeah. can we do to bolster our immune system? Right. And what do you suggest that we can come up with to help us? Um, so I want to say, as far as herbs and pills, I want to be clear, at least about my perspective on that, okay. that I feel like um, they are the most expensive and potentially more dangerous way to engage with herbs. Pills be- and? In herbs and pills. Herbs and pills. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because one, you're, um, we're not, we're not knowing, let's just, of course, you're making it yourself. You're getting it from someone who's making the pill for you. We don't know in these little bottles how long those have been there. Mm-hmm. Once an herb is dried and exposed to air, it's losing its potency, mm-hmm. um, all of that. And um, all of the studies where they say, where they find like, oh, this plant or this herb did this negative thing, they're talking about herbs and pills. They're oh, wow. not ter- talking about an herb that's um, being used in its more whole form where either you're making an infusion of it okay. um, with water or with vodka, which is the tincture. Oh, okay. um, Or you can make a syrup and add honey, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, but you're using more of the whole plant and your body actually can interact with the plant differently than when you swallow a pill and it's going to your stomach. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, so you were, I'm, I'm thinking of... Encased in something. I'm yeah. thinking of like all the Whole Foods, Whole Foods and yes. like the health food stores oh, yeah. here in, in, oh, yeah. in the area and in every area yeah. where you see all these pills lined up mm-hmm. and it says these herbs and I feel like I would feel safe 
because I'm at the grocery store and right. at the health food store right. and the lady helped me find right. it. Right. And so from your perspective, you have found in your years of doing this mm -hmm. that maybe in some cases mm -hmm. it hasn't been the best reaction. Right. 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 Hmm. And some study, like I said, for you know, when we look at studies of it, they're doing studies on dried herbs and pills. So you can find, but then that often makes it seem like the plant itself is problematic. Right. Versus the way that they create, right. whatever it's they the create. the way they're it. using it. Or they're either pulling something out of it, right. you know, one part of the plant. Right. And then synthesizing that. Um, and that can be, you know, it's not how we're meant to interact with them. So how are we meant to interact with them? I think like food, you know, yeah. and I deal with food like herbs for the most part. And okay. again, there's place for every kind of medicine. So when you have to go into uh, stronger acting, more stimulating or sedating herbs, mm -hmm. um, when that's needed, it's needed, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but for the most part, and like you were talking about preventative ways, yep. then dealing with plants as food, your food is your medicine. You know, that's yep. we have these wonderful systems in our bodies that are meant to eat food, you know? Um, and so I like to deal with plants in that way, and that's how it's been the most beneficial. I mean, drinking herbal infusions every day uh, for the most part for the last 20-some years, um, I get a sniffle. You know, I get sniffles like yeah. everybody else. Like, yeah. it's good to be alive yeah. and know that you react to different things in yeah. your environment. But I don't have this sense of myself that I feel my body working, you know, the way it's okay. supposed to work. And I right. feel like when we deal with food like herbs and we have a relationship with them, then we are able to um, prevent a lot of things that come up because we're not prepared. You know? Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about, so this is a quick little funny little mm -hmm. anecdote. My doctor, my I have a holistic practitioner here in Washington, D.C., and we were talking about herbs mm -hmm. and Chinese herbs specifically. Mm -hmm. She said, I can't read the bottle, so I'm not taking it. I don't know what that's that probably is. smart. Yeah, so <laughs> you don't know what it is. that like hit me because yeah. I'm thinking, you know, I do acupuncture yeah. and I do those things, and that, that's what they give you, right? Right, right. Well, and so combinations. So I had an acupuncturist recently tell me this beautiful thing about, um, I took a workshop with him, he's local, um, uh, that, you know, you're picking different ingredients and you're make, they're each a note and you're making a song. Ah. And I think that's a beautiful sentiment. The only thing before that, though, that's what I mean about having relationships with plants, is that if you deal with a simple, which means one plant at a time, mm -hmm. um, then you know how you and that plant get along. Right. Before you start, because when you're dealing with a combination and something happens, whether it's good and you won't know or not good, right. you don't know why that happened. Right. So next time you need it, you got to go to that person. You got to take that thing. If it works for you, you can't do it yourself. You, you're definitely going to have to go and get in. What if that person stops making it? Right. What if it's not available? Right. Then you don't know what in it was actually helpful for you. So right. if you start off by, and again, with the infusions, you're drinking one at a time. You're drinking oat straw one day. You're drinking red clover one day. So you get to really see what that feels like. Okay. And then if you need a tincture, a tincture isn't something most of them, well, no, I don't say most, some of them you, it would be something you take as a tonic, like a daily thing, like okay. hawthorn tincture, for example, another heart strengthener, um, harmonizes the blood pressure. Like if okay. your blood pressure is too high, it helps lower it. If it's too low, it helps raise it. Okay. That's something you could take every day. Hawthorn's in the same family as cherry. Okay. So, and yeah. roses, right? Uh -huh. So that's food. Yeah, you know, but then there's other plants um, like echinacea. It's not something you want to take every day. It's when you know something's going on. Right. That's when you bring echinacea in and right. you take that tincture every day, all day, until you feel a change and you feel yourself your symptoms alleviating. Gotcha. You know? So you talked about being self reliant. Mm -hmm. So like, I got my herb man right, <laughs> and then they move right. And then what you going to do? Right. So I think it's important. This is what I want to ask, like suggestions for your cabinet. Like mm. how you, we talked about empowering yes. ourselves yes. and empowering ourselves to be able to create these things and get in touch with our bodies mm. so our bodies can tell us what we like and what we don't like, what right. it likes and what it doesn't right. like. And it will so that we can 
you know, create a self-care regimen mm. for ourselves and for our families. Mm-hmm. So what do you, you have a five-year-old. Yes. What does Almost he do? Five, yeah. What does he drink every day or what do you give oh, him to gosh. help him? He is so stubborn, but um, <laughs> shout out to Kiyoshi. But we, um, he loves water. But, okay. mean, but my thing is, I'm not a huge fan of just plain water. Okay. I like infusions. Yeah. I'd rather drink them than water any okay. day. Okay. Um, but I sneak them. And he'll listen to this maybe years later, but I sneak them into his lentils okay. and his sweet potatoes. Okay, so that's how he's However getting it gets them. In there. Oh yeah, I definitely. might need to do that to Sydney. Okay, yes, we'll along talk. with like cooked lots of cooked greens, and so then the water from those right. gets put in his lentils. Okay, he's very visual right now. Okay, so he's okay. got certain things. I notice he likes a lot of oranges, but anyway, yeah. So that's what he, he drinks water, and he gets infusions without knowing it. Okay. <laughs> now, does he go to public school or is he just at no, home? No, so we're homeschooling. Okay, homeschooling. Yeah, yeah, so home. his immune yeah. system is probably not as compromised as it would have been I, had he been out in school. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, we, we he's out a lot. Okay. You know, he's outside a lot because okay. um, we're doing this plant thing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we take him, you know, he's our only child. Mm-hmm. So we take him Everywhere. where we go. Mm-hmm. So he's around all kinds of people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, and what is your self-care regimen? Like, so mm-hmm. say, what do you do? Now that we're in fall, winter, mm. that is different okay. than you do in the August mm-hmm. of, you know, mm-hmm. the summer. Um, lately, it's just adding dandelion tincture a little bit more. Um, oh. So before I eat dandelion tincture, help um, help my liver do what it does. Okay. Yeah. Dandelion But tincture. I'm all, like I said, herbal infusions, that's a daily, every day, any season, whether you're feeling great or not. Um they are foundational for me. Okay. And they have been, yeah. So now our bodies are bio-individual, which mm. means everybody's body's different mm. based on the environment they were um, raised in. Mm. Actually, the environment of their mom's womb. Mm. It gets that mm. specific, depending on how your mom felt, what she was thinking, mm. if she was smoking, mm. if she was so excited that you were there mm. or if she was mad that you were there. Mm. All of those things have something to do with how you will interact with food right? and how very you will much. interact probably with these herbs and things yeah. like that. So it's very important, in my opinion, that we become in touch with our bodies mm. and become um, like that we have a good relationship with with our bodies mm-hmm. and have a good relationship. I'm not talking about do you like the size or the shape because that's something you still have to do too. Right. What I'm talking about is when it tells you something Are you listening? for us to trust enough <laughs> yeah. to listen to it. Yeah. Um, so you were talking about if you if you take a certain herb in this form and you don't, and you do interact positively mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. or negatively, you would know that. Mm-hmm. So give us some tips because we have about 15 minutes left. Okay. Some tips that we could maybe start to grow mm-hmm. in our homes. Mm-hmm. And even if you think that there's not enough sun right now, right. even for the spring, because right. people, this is evergreen. Oh, so yeah. people will always hear this. Oh, yeah. You know, they can pick it up. And what do you think are the easiest things mm-hmm. on the East Coast? Mm-hmm. Um to start to try with and then what are some of the um, interactions or reactions that the body gives so you'll know if it's doing good or bad so Mm -hmm. I have an example Mm -hmm. of a good or bad so I'm detoxing now Mm -hmm. I sit in the sauna Mm -hmm. I do all types of stuff Mm -hmm. but my face is breaking out Mm -hmm. because the toxins are coming out Mm -hmm. so it's not that I'm not doing it correctly Mm -hmm. I know what my body needs Mm -hmm. it's time for a detox Mm -hmm. and so I'm doing it but I'm seeing it on the outside Mm -hmm. so you would think that I don't look Mm -hmm. Like a certain way, because I have all these. I'm not seeing it all, but. I'm having these like (laughs) little things on my face, but I know what it's from. Okay. So now I've come to know that's what it is. Okay. Right? Okay. So what can we do to start off real easy breezy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that it's not overwhelming Mm -hmm. and it's not like another, oh Lord, this is another to do that I have to do, but to make it fun. Mm hmm to start hmm. trying to figure out some of these things for ourselves, at least for the for this season, so that we can start to give it to our kids and, mm-hmm. and have them be excited about it too. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I would say get yourself some elderberries. Elderberries. You know, have dried elderberries in the house because you can always make an infusion pretty quickly with that. And if you want to take the extra step to make a syrup with that, um, that's a possibility. But having the actual dried plants in the house, um, each of the ones in the guide you mentioned, um, have those around to make those infusions on a regular basis. Um, Plants to grow. uh, uh, Sage garden sage mm-hmm. because that's a great one pretty easy to, to manage um, like and it, oh, it goes over winter you know okay. you can leave it outside over the winter so if you have outside space at all it's fine to leave it there okay um, but you can chop that up fill up a jar with that fresh those fresh leaves and you can get garden sage at the grocery store right yeah, now I too see all of that so you can do it that way too until okay. you can get the plant cover that with honey stir it up make sure it's all completely covered and leave that and in six weeks you've got um something you could take a spoonful of put it in your cup and pour boiled water over it and you've got a sage honey tea ready to go and you can eat and chew up the sage while you're drinking it you know great for sore throats and anything going on respiratory um slippery elm slippery elm powder have that in the house because you can mix that with honey and make it into little balls that you suck on mm. if someone's feeling nauseous or having digestive issues. It's great for kids, um, but I love them too. I've been wanting to be really extra nice to my intestines because it's been very visual to me about what goes on when you have a baby. Oh, yeah. I've been thinking about that a lot more. <laughs> okay. Like where they go and where everything gets moved. And I was like, I'm so sorry I wasn't nicer to you and didn't right. think about all I of had that. No clue. So I've been taking Slippery Elm Ball one a day, just one a day, just to be like, you know, I, I, I recognize you in the service you give me. And I just right. want to thank you for that. Right. But it's also helpful if you do have um, digestive problems. So or, I do. So yeah. let's talk about digestion. Okay. And. What are those things? So slippery, slippery elm, elm powder, powder, yes. and I can make a ball with. Yes. It. Okay. Yeah. And then these like recipes the are on your website, or they you do are, workshops. and I do workshops, and okay. I do them one on one. You can get a group of friends and bring me over, and I'll bring the materials, and we can make them together, and um, you we can leave that. with some. Yes, we'll do. Okay. It. Yeah, it's okay. a lot of fun. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds fun. And anything else for digestion? Because I have tried teas, and I do have you like tried- vinegar. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So you can make vinegars with many fresh plants as well. Um, so you get the added benefit. I mean, you know, apple cider vinegar by mm-hmm. itself mm-hmm. Um, is good on its own. Mm-hmm. But I mean, mm-hmm. you can add certain um, different plants to it. Mint. You can make a mint vinegar. Um, I made a vinegar with some mint plums mint. from the farmer's market. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, anything. That's a good thing to experiment with, too. Again, because okay. there's not going to be any wrong you know, right. and you already know that the vinegar is helpful. Right. So you can put a spoonful on your greens, put hmm. it in beans you're making, and get it that way. And it helps pull out more minerals from all your food. It's yeah. interesting because when you think about just um, nutrition, because mm. my foundation is nutrition, mm. right? And so when I think about people say, just eat fresh fruit and vegetables. That's what they say, uh-huh. right? <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I've done that forever. (laughs) And then I was looking four months pregnant. Okay. But what I realized is that for my body, Hmm. once I started to listen to my body Hmm. and see the reaction of the body after I ate all them Brussels sprouts and (laughs) and cauliflower, is that it's not digesting for me. So what I have started to do was to go and look at a more... um, Ayurvedic way mm. to heal myself mm. and to select foods. And in Ayurveda, I am a Vata, V-A-T-T-A. Mm-hmm. And in that body type, there are three, Kapha, Vata, and I forget the other one. Pitta. Uh, Pitta, mm-hmm. right? Is that I'm usually um, not good with cold food. Mm. And I'm usually needing my food cooked. Because then you have those people who say, well, I'm a raw vegan and I'm a raw this. And then they're cool. Can I recommend a YouTube you video can, sure. <laughs> on that on that topic yeah. of cooked and raw Yes, uh, without getting all into and it? And we will put it in the show notes. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. It's called the, oh, gosh, now I'm going to forget the title, but it's the raw versus cooked debate. Okay. I think that's how it's titled okay. on YouTube. And we'll but find there's a lot it. of great information in that. It's about an hour and a half or so. So once I stopped just eating 
huge I'm talking huge bowls of salad because raw salad okay. because that's what and I was any told dressing on it or anything I mean yeah, yeah I would do like but not um, a lot vinegar but and a little bit yeah like okay. lemon and vinegar okay. yeah. and whatever yeah. you know but no creamy nothing okay none of those types okay. of things um and then I would be my stomach would be mm. like, what in the world? <laughs> Whatever you done. And me. so then I just, at first I just normalized it because I'm still getting my fresh fruits and vegetables. Right. So it's one of those things where it's important mm. to know your body. Yeah. So since I stopped eating those big bowls of salad mm. and then I started cooking my food a little bit just to give it um, a little help with the digestion. Mm. And then it's fall, winter, mm. and then it's like, your body doesn't necessarily want cold, cold, right. um, icy, crunchy uh, salads mm. at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of like, mm. so now I'm with the soups mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the warming things and the mm-hmm. teas and yeah. all those kinds of things. So that's just an, an example of um, learning your body and not going with the status quo. Definitely. Because everybody says, just get your fresh fruit and vegetables. Right. I have a lot of friends who are raw and they will swear by it because of bio-individuality. Because it works for them. It works for them, right. but it doesn't work for me. Right. And so it's one of those things that I think it's important to note here and to put a pin in for everybody to really just start to think about, right. you know, we are, we, I'm going to try lots of these different mm-hmm. um, herbs and I have been trying them and they have been helping with mm-hmm. some of the issues that I have experienced, mm-hmm. but I want to delve into it. Mm-hmm. And then I want to be my own herbal lady, mm-hmm. you know, at some mm-hmm. point Everyone I should. have the space, <laughs> yes. I have the space. Yes. So I want to learn how to, um, create these Mm -hmm. um, items and create this medicine Mm -hmm. for myself and for Mm -hmm. my family and for my whoever wants it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's my little soapbox moment. I'm jumping off the soapbox. Well, but you know, but that's the thing with the infusion. Like you said, you know, you recognized how the cold salads were feeling as opposed to the cooked food, but Mm -hmm. it's like, that's the difference between tea and infusion. Infusion, mm. you're steeping for four hours or more. Oh, wow. Okay. And the reason is it takes four hours at least to pull minerals out of a plant with uh, water. Okay. So same goes for cooking your food mm-hmm. and cooking your vegetables. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, different vegetables, different amounts of time. But yeah. if you're talking collard greens, like an hour or more, you know, um, to really pull out that nutrition. And, you know, again, if people want studies, they're out there. Yeah. You know, I'm not that into them, but, you know, study. I like to go from personal experience. I know what feels good in my body, like you said. However, it's out there of how much, you know, of this mineral or this vitamin you get, you know, in a raw food versus a cooked food. Gotcha. So that's interesting. Just really Mm -hmm. something interesting to think about. So let's hear how people can find you. Yes. Online, houseoflukaya.com, H-O-U-S-E-O-F-L-U-K-A-Y-A.com. Okay. And then everything else is House of Lukaya. Twitter, Instagram, I don't use it very much, but Instagram okay. is a good way. It's my preferred way. Um, Instagram these is days. your preferred way. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm very visual. I enjoy that. But um, Facebook also, okay. House of Lukaya okay. is the business And it's in the there. show notes. Yeah. I have tagged you there. Yeah. So now... Um, tell us about your workshops and mm-hmm. how often do you have them? I know mm-hmm. you said that we could, you know, we could hire you to do like individual ones, mm-hmm. but how often do you have them and kind of like, what do people get? I'm trying to do something at least once a month, okay. you know, and it, right now I have people ask me to do things um, and then I'm going to be planning some okay. uh, so, <laughs> as well, okay. along with all the other things now that the garden season is, has quieted down. Okay. Because um, once it's spring, summer, it's just outside so it's kind of like come to a garden work day and we'll talk and we'll learn and we'll do things while we're also working on the gardens because it's so important to keep that consistency with those but um in a workshop you're gonna get either you're definitely gonna get infusions (laughs) you're gonna be tasting those um depending on the topic of the workshop because there might be a specific one um doing one at a a capoeira event Mm. um this coming weekend okay and so it'll be focused on joint health Mm. Um, you know, that kind of thing. But so we'll we'll have infusions for that. Um, I'll talk about different topical oils you can make um, with fresh plants that you can infuse. Um, so I try to have it so someone can take something away with them. Yes. Physically, you know, either we'll make tinctures. Um, you were at a workshop mm-hmm. at Rissy's, right, mm-hmm. where we made um, tinctures. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could take those home with you. And six weeks later, you got medicine you made. 
Okay. You know? So look up Lucretia at House of Lucaya. Yeah. Look at all of her, you know, all the options that she has, the recipes that she has. She sews too. She got the moon <laughs> undies, get you some. You know, just be open to exploring some new things and new ways to like be able to move and heal mm. and kind of like taking the power back to ourselves mm-hmm. on um ways to nourish ourselves exactly. so with nourish. food with spirit <laughs> with herbs with relationships with yes. laughing with everything those are just ways to nourish ourselves and so get you some plants yes and then talk to them yes. and then name them and mm-hmm. i even hear you can play them some music i was just thinking dance yeah. dance with them you can play them some music <laughs> yeah. and yeah. dance with them yeah. so we thank you so much for being here in the sanctuary yeah. we look forward to seeing you next time thank you to all of the facebook live people who joined us and we'll see you next time Thank you for listening to The Sanctuary. Please follow us at Awaken and Heal on Instagram and on the web at goddess-awaken.com to follow the revolution.